This episode of Lead to Win is brought to you by Michael Hyatt's new book, No Fail Communication. Discover how to end workplace confusion and achieve better results with your communication. Learn more at lead2.win slash communication. Hey guys, this week on Lead to Win, we've got something really special for you. You may know that we have another highly rated business podcast called Focus on This. Well, this week we're trading places so that you can get a taste of both shows. Today, we're bringing you one of our most popular episodes of Focus on This. It's called Two Rituals to Start and End Your Day. I know you're really going to enjoy it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I feel like I'm hearing my S's again. Getting what's the deal with that? Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey Blake. Hey, Courtney. <laughs> Sometimes I wish people could actually see all the crazy things that happen in this room when we're recording. I know. Verbs, I've never seen you dance on a table before, but I'm so glad you chose <laughs> this moment to do that. We need to, we need to focus on this cam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so true. It's, it's impressive. You know what's more impressive? Oh, what? What we're going to be talking about today. Wow. Great. <laughs> Great segue. Great segue. What are we talking about today on this Monday? Get people going. They're on the treadmill. They're tuning in. They're waiting for me to sing some stupid rap or some 90s song. Uh, I haven't given it to them yet. So what can they look forward to in this episode, Courtney? Well, I think today, I mean, if you've ever experienced like just not being able to like get things on track. Like you always just feel like there's kind of this obstacle of establishing habits or maybe you find yourself at night just like always Netflix binging. You know what I mean? And then you're like, what What just happened tonight? Yeah, or or you set your alarm because you're like, this is the day, but then you snooze, you get up late, so then you're running a little bit late and then almost every appointment and then you get home from work late and you do some work because you didn't get it done at work mm-hmm. and then you go to bed late and then that makes it harder to get up the next day and it kind of is a cycle. Yeah, and then the next day you're like, I'm so tired, I don't know why I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> what I hear is, I hear this from people a lot because I, I'll share about what I do for a living and the Full Focus Planner, they look at me and they go, man, I, I wish I was that disciplined. And what I want to tell them is, oh, you actually are already disciplined. You are you have all the discipline that you need. It's really not about becoming more disciplined. You don't need more self-disciplined. What you need are solid rituals. Yeah, this is literally putting your life on a template. <laughs> I mean, I don't know a better way to put it. Like put it on a template and you just run the template. It's pretty straightforward. That's right. Today, specifically, we're going to talk about two rituals that will become transformative for every day. Work day, non-work day, these rituals will be great. And I think it's good to point out now, actually, we're going to spend this episode and the next episode talking about rituals. Yeah, we're going to go deep. Oh, I'm like, I know. I know there's so many people because we get a lot of people that come on the show asking us questions about rituals. So I'm really excited about being able to have these two episodes where we really dig in on rituals. 
I think people have questions about it because they want to feel relaxed. They want to feel in control. They want to set themselves up for success and really become the type of person that they dream of becoming ultimately. But they get stuck trying to just piecemeal together habits or do better or kind of willpower their way to that destination. Mm -hmm. And so I think going deep, getting out the scuba gear, going deep on rituals these next two weeks will be awesome. And then once you dial this in, you'll have people going, wow, you're so productive, you know? Yeah. (laughs) What, What are you doing? You must have so much discipline. Yeah, and and actually, it's just like no, I just have this ritual that I'm just like I'm, I have a playbook that I'm going by, and it, it's really easy. I like the, I like I think I like that term better, a playbook, playbook. Maybe because I'm more of a sports guy. That is a little cooler. But a playbook, it, it's you, you hear people talk about this. You know, Tom Brady will always talk about this with the Patriots. Like they win so much, and he's like, oh well, you know, we we take time to study film, and then we create a game plan. I just run the playbook. We just run the playbook, and we know we can execute on that. Yeah. Yeah, let's move on. So we're going to dig into rituals today. Before we do, though, I'll, I want you guys to hear from our producer, Verbs. We know you love him. We love him, too. Verbs, say hello to the people. Hello to the people. Once again, this is where I come and speak to you about your invitation, your specific special invitation to join our Full Focus Planner community right there on Facebook. All you need to do is search inside Facebook for Full Focus Planner community And you will be right in the mix amongst other planners, domestic and internationally, talking about challenges, talking about hacks and tips that they may use to increase their planner usage. And it's a real good time in there. So please make sure you join it today. So you can take control of your day with two simple rituals. These are kind of two core rituals that we're going to dive into today. And then next week, we're going to hit two additional rituals. The first ritual we're going to talk about today is the morning ritual. The morning ritual. I would say this ritual gets the most glory. When people think of a ritual, Mm -hmm. they tend to think of waking up in the morning, right? So we'll, we'll start there. We're going to go deeper into other rituals, but I think this is a critical one because what you do when you first wake up sets the tone for the rest of your day. Yeah, and actually before we go any further... I want to say we actually have a tool that will help you guide you through this process. Mm. So I want to go ahead and give you the link for that. It's just going to take you step by step in addition to listening to this podcast. You're giving them the link right now. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to them. Oh, wow. So it's focusonthispodcast.com slash ritual. No S, ritual. (laughs) Ritual. I love it. So a morning ritual simply stated, is just a set of activities that you do every morning. It's There's nothing, you know, ritual. Sometimes there's an association with spirituality or, or something like that. It, it's really just what are you going to do every morning? And the goal is to automate the start of your day. When you automate the start of your day, it saves you the mental bandwidth of, oh, what should I do next? Oh, did I, is it, should, did I make breakfast? What should I have for breakfast? I should probably get, well, I should probably think about this. Should I check my email? Right. There's so many decisions that we can make if we don't have a ritual in the morning that will just sap us and help and make us feel defeated and overwhelmed before the day even begins. Yeah. Actually, there's a lot of studies about habits. And anytime you have to stop and think and make a decision, it's not a habit. And so installing this ritual where it's on autopilot is really important. The nice thing about a morning ritual is that it's up to you. You get to decide 
what needs to go there. I think the place when you're creating your morning ritual is to decide how you want to feel. How do I want to feel? To be, do I want to feel relaxed? Do I want to feel at peace? Do I want to feel excited, inspired? How do I want to feel? Sometimes people will, when they think of a morning ritual, they'll look up, well, what does Oprah do as a morning ritual? I'll do that. And, you know, that's not a bad place to start for inspiration, I think, you know, to, to look at what someone else does. I think that's okay. But ultimately, you need to own, how do I want to feel? And, and that's the starting place. So you don't want to just do things like, oh, I should walk for a mile because that's what a good person, you know, productive person right. does is they walk a mile in the morning, right? Decide, how do I want to feel? That's step one. Then next, write down what you already do. I think this is a little counterintuitive, Courtney, because sometimes we think, oh, well, what do I want to do as a morning ritual? And we just, oh, I'm going to you know, read half a book and I'm going to run a mile <laughs> and I'm going to do this thing. And I'll, and then we get up in the morning and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted from my morning ritual. <laughs> yeah. So we need to decide, okay, how do we want to feel? And then before we start writing down a list of activities, start by writing down what you're already doing. Yeah. So as you start writing down what you already do, I think asking yourself the question of, does that contribute to the feeling that I want to have? each morning. And then you can say that needs to go or, you know, I need to add something in addition to these that are going to get me the result that I want. Now, if you use the full focus planner, you're going to see an ideal week in your planner. It's on pages 26 and 27, but a, a really great tool for you to use. It really walks you step by step is the ritual builder. And that's at uh, focus on this podcast.com slash ritual. Yeah, I even if you are familiar with rituals, I still use that on every quarter when as a part of the quarterly preview, you take a look at your rituals. I think that's a great time to review is this ritual producing what I want? And I'll go through that ritual builder because it forces me to slow down and own what am I already doing. So an example of this for me, I can remember when I needed to revisit my morning ritual, I wrote down what I was already doing, which was hard to be honest about. Because the first thing I do when I would wake up was I would pick up my phone and I would open my email or I would open Instagram. And then I would scroll, scroll, scroll mindlessly. And then I, or I'd think, oh, right, that's, that's right. That person emailed me about this. I should probably do this. And before I knew it, I already felt a little bit overwhelmed and a little bit kind of just, I didn't feel good doing yeah. that. Yeah, I felt like, hey, I have time to do this. This is a little bit of me time. I'm still under the covers. You know, I'm just <laughs> scrolling. But when I wrote that down and I asked myself this question, what does that produce? Well, it actually increases my stress level. It makes me feel more tired. Like I want to actually just stay in bed. It doesn't make me want to get out of bed. And ultimately, it doesn't make me feel good. So I had to eliminate that from my morning. I, yeah. like, I need to replace that with something else. So I, re I chose to replace it with you know, the trigger for me. It was hard to break automatically picking up my phone. So instead, what I did is I gave myself something different to do and I picked up my phone. So I picked up my phone. And what I do is I just hit play on an affirmation that I had recorded. It's kind of nerdy, but listening to it made me feel great. And it helped remind me of what was important. And it made me want to get out of bed and start living my life. Yeah. So once you've written down the things that you're already doing, I think there are two questions to ask yourself. You know, are you allowing enough time for these things? 
And then are you wasting time on things that distract you? Which like, I think your story probably is resonating with a lot of people out there. You know, that, that I don't think that's uncommon. I think that's a trap that a lot of us fall into. This little tiny device is the king of distraction for all of us. And so figuring out ways to be intentional and making sure that's not the case every morning of our lives. What's something that you've cycled into your morning ritual, Courtney, that has helped you? Well, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I really, you know, when you have a young child at home, especially in the very early years, it's chaos. You know, you're basically in survival mode. You're just like, okay. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I was I was sleeping through the night yeah, three days after right? she was born. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah, but I think you <laughs> you get to a point where you can do, you can make the choice to do a couple of different things. Like you can allow the day to just, you know, happen to you. And I was, I had a season where it was just like every morning chaos, trying to figure out like, how do I keep, a child entertained while I can get in the shower and get ready. You know, it was just chaos. Um, And for me, when I finally realized, okay, I have to, my morning ritual has to be, I am ready to go when she gets up. For me, and again, this is just me personally, and not everybody has the same situation. That was the key. When I figured that out about my ritual and shifted things so that I was ready when she got up, totally changed my life, literally. Yeah, you probably felt more in control. I think that's that's how I felt for the longest time is a new dad. It's just how I feel kind of just reactive from the start. And I think that's part of the power of a morning ritual, right? You feel more in control, more in charge of your own life. And as a result, it it really cast, has a cascading effect, right, on the rest of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of times what we do, even if you have rituals, I think sometimes we fall into the trap of when things get stressful or things become overwhelming or, you know, maybe you're just in a, a, a busier season. The first thing to go a lot of times is our rituals. And it's actually that direct opposite of what we should do. And I have to check myself with this, you know, to hold on tight to those rituals because that's what allows me to feel in control and have that sense of, you know, accomplishment that I've done everything I can to go about the day the best way possible uh, but again, it's like when things get stressful, it's like, ah, forget the morning ritual, I'll just like wake up and, and try to, you know, do all the craziness. And it's it's a hot mess. Yeah, your rituals in that way are kind of an anchor to keep you grounded. So ritual number one is the morning ritual. Now let's shift to a ritual that I think is often overlooked, which is the evening ritual. So like an evening ritual, it's it's just a batch of activities, a set of activities that you do, but in the evening. So the goal of the evening ritual versus the morning ritual is you want to shut down. You want to kind of tidy up and close the day so that you can call it done, so that you can truly rest and ultimately wake up rejuvenated the next day. I actually think this ritual, it's probably the one that probably gets the least amount of love and for me, actually, this quarter, I have a goal of sleeping eight hours a night, 90% of the time. <laughs> but, you know, this has become really important for me right now because I realized uh, if I need to wake up at 5 a.m. for my morning ritual, that means I have to go to bed at 9. And so there's just not a lot of time in the evening. So I've got to be really intentional about my evening ritual. And I think for me, I was falling into this trap of doing what you were doing first thing in the morning 
Um, but I would like look, I would get on Instagram and like, and then you're like 30 minutes later or like, I think other people, maybe it's Netflix. You're just like, yeah. How in the world? Yeah. Netflix asks, are you still watching? (laughs) (laughs) Are are you still watching old episodes of the Uh, office, Blake? You should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) Such a shame screen. You should program. They should be able to program and just say, dude, go to bed. (laughs) That is true. That would be incredible. Yeah, but you're right, Courtney, that if we don't start being intentional with our evenings, we just will drift into whatever screen is captivating our attention, and then that has a cascading effect. Yeah, then the next day, your morning ritual, you're like, I didn't sleep, so I'm just going to... Yeah, and it's just like it cycles around, you know, and you just it's hard to get back on track. Yeah, so what are some things that would go into an evening ritual? So I, I think it probably starts the same way, right? Where you're just, hey, what does a normal evening look like? But then what kinds of things would you even put in an evening ritual? Yeah. So one thing you might consider doing is just closing screens, you know, 30 to 60 minutes before you actually want to go to bed. Um, for me, you know, part of my evening ritual is to load the dishwasher and start it uh, in the evening. Maybe, you know, you want to prepare your sleep space or lay out your workout clothes for in the morning. This may be something to talk about with your family. You know, if, if, you, if you've got family, if there are other people depending on you in the morning or at night, communicating about this is really powerful. I made the mistake when I first started doing an evening ritual of writing down, here's my evening ritual, and I didn't happen to mention that to my wife. And it's like, oh, wait a second, why... Are you mad at me right now? Am I mad at you? What's, why? And talking through this and going, well, what would it look like? What would be ideal? What, what do you need? What do I need? And discussing that together is really powerful because you may want to add some things, shift some things around. You mentioned dishes. We recently had to shift around when that happens so that we have more time to really connect. You know, otherwise we end up doing that that same thing where it's like, oh, let's just turn on the TV, see what happens, right? But that, but dialing in what those activities are for you to help you be rested and rejuvenated is so powerful. You know, what's really interesting is we do this for kids naturally. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Kids have a very, so like my daughter takes a bath, you know, she eats dinner and then she has a bath and then she picks out her three books and then we do the final teeth brushing and then she goes to sleep and it's very, she has a ritual. We naturally do it for kids, but I think we're like, we're grownups. We don't need a ritual. Yeah. Well, what, hap- what happens when kids start doing that is they sleep better. That's why we do that. So true. And yeah. it, this, guess what? We're still humans as adults. You will sleep better, get the best rest of your life when you start having an, a, an intentional evening ritual. Yeah. And maybe this goes without saying, but kids have bedtimes. And so should you. Yeah. (laughs) I, yeah, I hate to be the one to say it. And I, you know, I don't really like rules either. I like to sometimes, you know, buck against those, but it's really good for us. It's good to be, you know, to have a time that we rest and to kind of know when's the best time for me to start resting. Rituals really are an optimizer. So if you can't seem to keep things on track, maybe you've been using the planner for a while, but mostly just kind of the daily pages or weekly preview, but you just feel like, man, I'm I'm waking up tired. The more I try to hit these goals or do my big three, I just am, I'm tired and uh, I, I need a reset. 
it's time to look at your rituals. So the ritual builder that Courtney mentioned is a great place to start because it'll help you own what you're already doing so that you can get control back and start each day fresh and rejuvenated and excited, energized and focused, and you can end each day peacefully knowing that, hey, I I can call this day done and I can truly rest and relax. That's the morning ritual and the evening ritual. All right, so verbs, what do you have for us? Thanks, Courtney. As you know, this is the time of the show to where we like to kind of dig in and scroll through some of these reviews that we've been receiving in iTunes. And we're sending a shout out to Jay Cormick 19. Jay says, this podcast is the bomb. It is chock full of useful information for using the full focus planner or just goal setting and goal achievement without the planner. You guys are going to like this one. Hosts Courtney and Blake are fantastic. However, Mr. Verbs, in parentheses, the smartest guy in the room, adds something special. If you're struggling with goal setting, action steps, and goal achievement, it's a cannot miss. There you have it. Wow. Verified in the reviews, smartest man in the room. This is the impact. <laughs> this is the impact you have on people now. I'm getting referred to as the smartest guy in the room, and I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that review too. That definitely offsets that one that said we were the most annoying co-host ever. <laughs> I'm angry. If you hadn't had a chance yet to review the show in iTunes, please take a minute and do so, and we'll look forward to reading your review on the air. For now, let's get to our next caller, Crystal Langdon. Crystal Langdon. (laughs) Hello, this is Crystal. Hey, Crystal. This is Courtney and Blake with the Focus on This podcast. How are you? I am good. How are both of you? We are doing really good. We're doing great. Wonderful. So, Crystal, where are you calling from? So, we are in upstate New York, so Albany area. So, nice and cold. Oh, yeah, I bet. It's freezing down here, so I can only imagine. Um, So, we heard you had a question for us today. Well, one of the things is, first of all, let me just say I love the Full Focus Planner. That is phenomenal, and it's such a life changer. But the one place where I kind of trip up a lot is I've got my morning routine down. I've got good habits there, and I'm knocking it out through the day. But come the end of the day, that's where I'm getting lost. So any recommendations or tips that I could use to help so that I bring my day to a successful close? Right. Just to clarify, are you talking about the end of your day day or the end of your work day? Well, the end of my day day, and actually, like we could do both because I, I'm, I'm getting better at the end of my work day, shutting things down. Okay, I've checked. I've set my goals for the next day. But then when I get home, I'm kind of lost, like, okay. And I don't know if it's just because I need to search for a routine that leads me to shut down the day, but any input you can give me would be helpful. That's a great question. It's actually what we're talking about on the podcast today is evening rituals. So. It it, it plays nicely with that, but I would actually point before we dive into an evening ritual is, do you have, have you done the ideal week before? Is that a tool that you've used in the planner? I have, but where I'm weak in it is again towards the night because I say, oh, you know what I could do? I could read a book and then I get to that night 
the the day at the end of the day and say, no, that's not working for me. So, <laughs> so yes. I, I, I'm score, scored really good halfway through, but it's just that from you got home from work and how do you transition from working all day to going back into personal life, relaxing, and then going into your evening? Yeah, I think this is such a good question. I think it's when we actually mentioned earlier, the evening ritual is like the one that probably gets the least amount of love. I think Mm -hmm. the first place I would start, um, and you've kind of hinted that you've done this a little bit, but just like what is important to you at that part of your Mm. day? You know, what is it? um, Another question Blake um, mentioned earlier in the podcast is, you know, how do you want to feel during this part of your day? You know, what are the things that are going to help you be successful for the next day? I think oh, that's awesome. working through those three questions would really help you have a list of things that you may want to work into an evening ritual. I'm just going to write down. So what is important to you? How do you want to feel? And what was the third one? Uh, what are the things that would help you be ready for the next day? Hmm. So for example, you know, I load and start the dishwasher as part of my evening ritual. You know, it's really not helping me feel necessarily any better other than this sense of accomplishment that I've like got something done. Right. Um, and I wouldn't say it's like that incredibly important for me, but it is it is really helpful for me for starting the next day. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why I think that question is important in there too. Yeah, I would add to that. One of the resources we mentioned in this episode is a ritual builder. So it will help guide you through this process because one of the first steps, once you've defined, hey, what do I want? How do I want to feel those questions is what's already happening? What's kind of my default? If I were to drift during the evening, what does that look like? You know, what specific, you know, am I just turning on the TV, watching Netflix? Is it just putting together dinner and then trying to, you know, what are the things that are already happening and then taking stock of that list and going, okay, what needs to stay? What needs to go? Um, but for where you're at right now, I would say absolutely use that resource to help you get started setting up a new ritual. But to be honest, when you set a new ritual, it is an experiment. And I think it's helpful to think of it that way, to not think of it as, well, here's what I have to do every night. Because then you don't want it to feel like just another to-do list that you're trying to get through in your evening necessarily. So recognize it will be like playing an instrument. It, it'll take a little practice, but I would challenge you to maybe take uh, a week. You know, maybe you do that process during your weekly preview, and then at your next weekly preview, just look back. Say, "Hey, I tried that for a week. What was working? What wasn't working? <laughs> Did those activities? Maybe it's reading a book. You know, for me, I think that was something that ended up on my evening ritual. Oh, I know what I do want to do. I want to read." And I think I did that because I thought that's what smart people did. <laughs> right. Hey, Blake, right. that's why Blake, I kind of laughed. <laughs> that is what I do. So I just, you know, well, I don't so know what is. that says. It's proven true. It's proven true. <laughs> smart people do do that. But for people like me, it's not a part of my evening ritual. Maybe it will be in some season, but in this season, what really helps is uh, creating dedicated space where there is no TV on, but I'm just sitting on the couch with my wife and we're sharing some gratitudes from the day, you know, something like that, something intentional. So um, it, that's something to just think of as an experiment as a project. So when you do your next weekly preview, you can say, hey, h- how was that? Do I need to make tweaks? Do I need to make adjustments? And just give yourself grace over the next, you know, few weeks to be tweaking that as you go. I think the other thing that we've talked about on the podcast 
that is really helpful with rituals is a lot of times when we're installing a habit goal is to have somewhere to insert that into our rituals later on. So there may be a a previous habit that you've worked on that you might want to think about putting as part of your evening ritual too. We mentioned books that may be a common one, um, but there may be something else that you've installed as part of a habit goal that you want to also include as part of your evening ritual. I love this. I so appreciate that. And I'm going to download, you said there's more going to be more information on this because, and I love that one that says, how do you want to feel? Because then what I'll do, and I'm going to start tonight is just as I start winding down my day, I'm going to watch for which are the things that, oh, that felt good. That that resonated with me. That was mm-hmm. peaceful. That's what I'm looking for at the end of the day is just be able to take a breath, not have to make any decisions and just relax. So I'm going to just be more in tune to what's bringing that peaceful feeling. That's what's important for me so that I can shift into sleep. <laughs> yeah. And then the things that get me wired up or just don't bring that satisfaction I'll start highlighting them like, okay, that's got to go. This isn't the right time for that. So that was really good. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show today, Crystal. We really appreciate you. And I'm looking forward to hearing how this goes, how your uh, evening ritual goes. So I hope you'll post something in the community after you've got it installed. Absolutely. I will. Thank you both. Yeah. Thanks, Crystal. Thanks. I love that Crystal's question actually lined up. I say a lot of times people call and ask about rituals, and sure enough, today we got someone asking <laughs> yeah. about rituals while we're talking about rituals. Yeah, and it's not surprising if you're like Crystal and struggle with, okay, what do I do after work? What do I do after, quote unquote, achievement mode? Yeah. How do I calm down? How do I shift into relaxation? Just to be honest with people, it is a challenge. And so what we have with the full focus planner, with the ritual builder, these are tools to just help you develop that. And I'll, I'll share with you the same thing I shared with Crystal. But if you find yourself in that place, give yourself some grace, revisit it during your weekly previews, and you'll get there. So as we close this episode, I just can feel all the people listening out there and they're thinking, okay, but I'm like a free spirit. Like this feels like too many rules like how does this work Blake for people that are saying that that are like I don't want you know I'm just like a free spirit yeah I (laughs) I think that's a really valid point the truth is we're not robots no one's a robot unless they are a robot and it's like a secret robot yeah it's you know it's 2020 now so that's true you could be talking to it it, uh, it's not what year was I robot with Will Smith? Yeah, what year in the future was that? Like, oh. it had to be, like, 2024. I know. It feels like it's, like, next year. <laughs> Let's call, Can we get Will on the phone? Can we, Verbs? Sure. One sec. Yep. Okay, cool. Na, 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 na. Okay. Nice. So, we're not robots. So, what do we do when we feel like uh, a ritual is just programming and it's stifling? I have two responses. One is, don't knock it till you try it. Because for me, especially this goes for the morning ritual, it's wild. Like putting yourself into autopilot conserves your energy. <laughs> it really does. You know, it, like making less decisions. We are, yeah. There's already some things that you do on autopilot I think we're not even aware of. I right? think that's the truth that people need to remember. You are already doing a ritual. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not, you may be a free spirit, but you are already doing a ritual. 
no matter how free your spirit is. And so it's how do you be intentional about the ritual yes. you're doing? Yes, exactly. So that's the first response. But someone on our team, Mandy, had a genius idea because what she felt like was her ritual would just get stale quickly and it wouldn't give her the desired result. So how she wants to feel is maybe inspired, but guess what? Doing the same thing every day, sometimes that didn't lead to that result for her. Or maybe there's some times where, you know what? I have a flight that leaves at such and such time. I don't have my normal time. I have less time than I had on a typical day. So if you have kind of an obscure, different schedule day to day, this tip that she created is gonna be awesome for you. And it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically what she created was a menu. So she established the different things that she might want to do and how much time each one took. And so she had them in categories. Um, so each day she could say, okay, you know, for my spirituality, here are my options for the day as, as well as how long they took. So each day she could kind of pick from each category and kind of create a new morning ritual every morning. And so it fed her free spirit heart, but also gave her a really solid morning ritual. Exactly. It was categories like kind of like mind, body, soul type yep. things, right? Mm-hmm. So something that's going to stimulate her mind, something that's good for her her body, if it's exercise or, or something like that, some movement, and then her soul, something, you know, if it's reading or if it's prayer or something like that. And I just thought that was genius. It's totally genius. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's, I think your challenge for people not to not knock it until you try it, you know, just try it out. You're already doing something. So why not do the best version of that thing? And yeah, I'm really excited to hear how people use and develop their rituals um, in the community. Absolutely. So give us a shout in the community if you develop or if you shift your evening ritual and it's working for you. I always love good inspiration on that stuff. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today on Focus on This. It is the most productive podcast on the internet. You know it. But do your friends know it? Do you need to start using hashtags? I think so. If you do, if you happen to share with people that you like this podcast, use the hashtag focus on this podcast. And just a reminder about the download for the ritual builder that's at focusonthispodcast.com slash ritual. And next week, we are going to continue to go deep, bringing out the scuba gear. We're going deep on rituals once more with To me, my favorite, most transformative rituals I have ever installed. This one changed my world. Totally agree. Anytime I have a staff member that is feeling overwhelmed, I find that they are missing this ritual or maybe they've just strayed from doing this specific ritual. I know which one you're talking about. For me, there's been no singular habit that has changed how well I sleep at night than the ritual we're going to share next week. So until then. Stay Stay focused. This episode of Lead to Win is brought to you by Michael Hyatt's new book, No Fail Communication. Discover how to end workplace confusion and achieve better results with your communication. Learn more at lead2.win slash communication.